Happy 2022, friends. Welcome to the new year. Um, This is the first episode of the new year. So obviously, this episode is going to be about goals, goal setting, and why you maybe didn't hit your goals. So listen in. I'm Siobhan Lave, coach and strategist to bakers. I help bakers move from feeling overwhelmed, juggling all the things, to being the CEO of their business. Maybe you've started baking as a hobby and you're at a point where this hobby is now turning into a business. Or you've already turned your passion for baking into a business, but you're looking to get to the next level. Buttercream recipes, cake tutorials, and sugar cookie classes can only get you so far. It takes real business skills and marketing strategies to be a successful business. When you're ready to become the CEO of your business and work on your business rather than in it, join me here where I share with you industry secrets that I've learned from marketing and business courses, working with mentors and coaches, and my experiences of almost a decade in the baking industry. This is the CEO Baker Podcast. All right. Thank you guys always as listening to the podcast. I am seriously super grateful that you guys are here listening to, I feel like my crazy rants sometimes. Anyway, um, I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update since it's been a few weeks since there was a new episode. So I had taken a break. I officially called a winter break so that I could kind of relax um, spend the time that I needed with my family, especially my kids. I feel like our winter break went by really quickly. How about you? And so what I did was I just listened to my soul, figured out what I needed. I didn't stress about work. I didn't put any due dates, any deadlines um, whatsoever. Unfortunately, during, I think it was right after Christmas, unfortunately, Unfortunately, what happened is my husband got diagnosed with COVID. Um, Diagnosed. I don't know why I said that. It sounds so like, I don't know. I know it's medically, but it still sounds so, I don't know. Anyway, that happened. Um, Thank God everything was okay. He had really mild symptoms. It was just a cough and congestion. Um, Then we got another scare. It was like the weirdest thing my my older son started showing symptoms and he had a negative test then a positive test those are both at home and then so we went to the doctors and we're like okay let's try it again he got a negative test so i don't know if it was a false positive but we took precautions just in case so that's kind of how our winter went. Um, I also spent a lot of time cleaning and sprucing up for the new year because I love new beginnings. And one of my traditions is to start the year as clean and as organized as possible. So let's get into the meat of this episode. So this is the time of the year that you, along with the rest of the world, is setting goals and New Year resolutions. But I am going to let you in on a little known or not so known fact. 
And that is that only 8% of people actually stick to their New Year's resolutions. I don't know if that comes as a shock to you or if it's something like, uh, yeah, I understand, I get it. And the thing really is, is it's because, yes, it's fun to start and to dream up all the new things, right? But what is hard is the actual implementation and execution of that goal, aka the follow-through. The follow-through is often (laughs) the most of the work, right? Planning and visualizing, that can be so much fun because, I mean, where's the work in that? It's just kind of dreaming, right? But when you actually have to take the steps to follow through on what you committed to do, that's where a lot of people will fail. So if you are part of the other 92% of people who did not hit their goals last year, I'm here to tell you that it's all right. (laughs) What we're doing is we are putting 2021 in the past. We are not looking back. Yes, we probably should have looked back to reflect upon that year to see what we want to how we want to set up our goals for next year, but after that we're not looking back. All we're doing is we are heading forward because this year is going to be bright. In this episode, I am going to share with you five reasons why I believe you or people didn't hit their goals. All right, let's Go straight at it. Here's number one. Number one is they don't really understand the goal setting system. All right. And I don't know about you, but for me, things like goal setting or organizations or creating some type of system, those come so naturally to me. I feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. My house is not always clean. It is not always organized, but it's the way my brain functions. I see like I see disorganization and I just want to create order. I also have the willpower in me to to bring that order and bring that organization. So, you can automate a lot in your business, right? But the thing that you cannot automate is your goals. There is no such thing as just setting your goal creating your goal, and forgetting about it. There's no such thing. You need to actually implement. You need to execute. And that is where you'll be golden. So I'm going to kind of tell you, this is my short and sweet four-step system on goal setting. And so the first one is visualize, right? We're going to visualize where we want to be at the end of the year. So take some time Um, When it's December 31st, 2022, where do you see yourself? What have you accomplished? What do you have? What type of person are you? I want you to visualize your future. The next thing, step number two, I want you to create those goals and actually write it down. It is shown that if you can write your goals down, you are more likely to achieve them And you can even take it a step further and put it in a place where you look at every single day. A great place would be your bathroom mirror. 
Um, put your goals there so you can see it every single day. Number three, when you have all of your goals, and when I talk about goals, I talk about creating a, like a whole self goal, meaning you are not just creating business goals because you are not just your business. You are so much more than that. So when you're creating goals, I want you to think about all your passions, all the things you love. Do you have a family? Do you have kids? Do you love to travel? Do you own a home? Do you have goals to own a home? Do you need to fix your finances? Include them all. When After you write it down, the third step is going to be to chunk them together. So chunk, aka like grouping. So you're going to group like goals together. So you, you'll kind of find categories, all right? So when you have those categories, I believe that that is one way that you are working smarter. You're working more efficiently. You can choose how you, what you want to do after you chunk the goals, but you can do either two things. You can either work on them like all together, like maybe in a week, in a month, in a quarter, however long you believe it's going to take you. Or you can kind of space that out. So maybe um, I'll give you two examples. So if it is something that is as simple as you want to begin meal prepping, say, for example, maybe that's something you can do in a short, short time, right? So if you break down that goal to meal prep, maybe first you need to actually figure out what meals are you going to eat? After you find out the meals, um, what ingredients? How much time is it going to take me? So do you see how those are all separate tasks? So you can have like 5, 10, 20 tasks that is connected to one goal, right? So after you create the meals, you create the ingredients, the recipes, then you actually have to go shopping. You have to dedicate a time to create those meals, the time and the space, right? Um, maybe do a little bit of research. How long can you store them in the refrigerator? Can you freeze them? How do you prepare it? So that could possibly be done in a week, right? It's, it's a smaller goal, Um What's going to be a little bit more difficult is keeping track, maybe using a habit tracker for you to actually see how you're following through, not just that week, but for the rest of the year. Because with practice, builds habit. Another example of chunking your goals, which could look a little bit difficult. So if you're looking, not difficult, but um, a little different, that's the word I wanted to use. <laughs> please don't, please don't even listen to the word difficult. So another way you could chunk it is by breaking it down. I like to do by quarter. So for example, I'm going to tell you a very big goal of mine. <laughs> and my goal is to pay down the last of my debt, which is my student loans. And it's something that I kind of pushed away for so long because the number was big and I just didn't want to um, pay for it. Like, truth be told, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I was just making the minimum payments. And the thing is, is I think I'm finally ready. So I actually... I graduated with my master's in 20 in 2009. 
So do the math. That's how long I've been paying the minimum payment on my student loans. And it has come to a point where the the interest is just crazy, right? We know how interest works. And so my goal this year, which is kind of my big focus, is to pay that whole thing off. It is a little under $90,000. And so I am creating mini goals, right? I'm chunking it. I'm breaking it down and trying to find milestones that I can hit in order to reach that goal. So maybe um, my first goal for my first quarter is to actually generate more revenue. So how am I going to generate more revenue, right? My second goal, my second milestone could be maybe paying off a specific amount. When I pay off those amounts, how am I going to celebrate, right? We need to add celebration and we're going to, we're going to talk about that a little bit more towards the end. But so something like a big goal like that because I just don't have $90,000 sitting in my bank account to be able to pay it off in a week. I need to actually put in some work so that I can accomplish that goal. Um, And then the last step for this four-step system is to schedule. Schedule, schedule, schedule. Make sure you schedule your tasks, your activities, I am a huge believer in scheduling, right? And so I want to make sure you you put that in your paper planner, you add it into your Google Calendar, you use it in your project management system, whatever floats your boat, whatever works for you. Just make sure that you are hel- holding yourself accountable and you know creating some type of due date or a deadline for yourself. So that's the fourth step. So just know that taking tiny steps is way better than taking none. Once you start like going, so like for example, you should already, if you have your goals created, you should already be on a roll. And this is where you're going to start building momentum, right? For example, if you're running a business, which most of you are, um, and say there's like tremendous hype, around your business, that is when you are just building momentum. You do not want the momentum to die because it's harder to get it back than to continue to run with it. So just remember that. Okay. Reason number two, why you may have not hit your goals. You did not incorporate accountability into your goal setting or your goal planning. And so most people do not hold themselves accountable. Um, I am just blown by that, but it is it is a fact, right? They just don't hold themselves accountable. And if you're not putting systems in place to hold yourself accountable to what you previously committed to or what you set for yourself, then you're truly not in it. So I'm going to share with you some simple ways that you can hold yourself accountable. And it's super easy. So the first, probably most obvious, I guess, is to find an accountability group or an accountability buddy. Is there a group of people that is all working towards the same goal? Um, if that's the case, can you join that group? Can you be part of that where you see where you see people's struggles, you see people celebrating, you see their wins, and it's something that's going to keep you, one, motivated and inspired, 
and two, held accountable for what you said you wanted to do. And then if you have an accountability buddy or maybe just a BFF, that is great too. That is more personable. It is definitely more of a relationship-based, right? Um, but it's something that you can check in, like maybe weekly, just check in with your accountability buddy, um, check in with what you set your goals for, so what you're hoping to accomplish, then check in and tell them what you actually did and how you're going to tweak and set up better or continue the momentum for next week. Another idea for holding yourself accountable is just creating a checklist. So I've been doing something on my Instagram stories where I've just been sharing my to-do list. And believe it or not, just the simple action of me sharing that list to the people on my stories holds me accountable because I know that I said I set out to do this. So I want to make sure that I'm following through. So, you know, I just do my checklist. I just had someone ask me today, how do I create my checklist that I post onto my stories? And it's simple. I just create it on my notes. But really, you could create it anywhere. Um, And then lastly, there's also apps. So is there maybe a habit tracker app that you can that you can download? Is there a habit tracker printable that you can download? In fact, if you're a member of our content club, I one of the bonuses for January is your 2022 planner. And in that planner, there is a habit tracker. So those are just some small ways that you can hold yourself accountable. All right, number three, as to why you're not hitting your goals. You are failing to plan. You guys, when you are not planning to hit your goals or hit your, do your activities, whatever it is, you are not setting yourself up for success. So here's an example. So I have been working out, going to the gym from November. I got sick in December and I went back on it in January. (laughs) And so One, I actually have several ways as to how I set myself up um, for success, how I plan to implement and execute my goals. So one thing that, well, I'm going to share two things. The first thing I do is when I'm doing my laundry, whenever I find my workout pants or attire, right? So my workout pants, my socks, and my sports bra, I fold those up and I put them into like little cubbies. So I purchased from Amazon. It's a, I think it's a shoe organizer that you can hang in your closet. And I think there's like 10 spaces or something. I use that shoe organizer. It doesn't even take much space. And it's actually way easier than putting it into a drawer or anywhere else. Because I literally just roll up my clothes and stick it in there. Anyway... I put all of my pants or like my each day's attire, which I don't even care. I just put a pants, a sports bra and a pair of socks in each cubby hole. And the night before, what I do is I take one. Right. So I take the pants, sports bra and shirt and socks and I put it on my bathroom counter. So that that little action there 
helps me plan for success. It helps it it helps me like not think, I guess. So for example, when my alarm goes off at five o'clock, what I do is I get myself up. I'm still sleeping at that point. Get myself up, turn off my alarm, and head straight into the bathroom. If I don't head straight into the bathroom, I may go back into bed, which is something that I do not want to do. So I try to head straight to the bathroom and I'm still kind of groggy, but give myself maybe 30 seconds, put some water on my face, brush my teeth, and I'm good to go. I don't have to go and search for my workout clothes because it's right there. So it's it's just putting things into plan, creating some type of system for you to follow to make sure that you can hit your goals. So I want you to ask yourself, what type of system can you put in place to ensure that your goals are being met? All right, number four, the fourth reason why you may have not hit your goals or why people don't hit their goals. They don't plan you notice the theme, planning theme? Okay. <laughs> they don't plan for the unexpected. And you know the unexpected happens, right? You don't expect it to happen, but you know that something may happen. So for example, when you are creating your goals, I want you to ask yourself, it's almost like creating a fail-safe plan. I want you to ask yourself, what can possibly derail you from hitting those goals? And you're going to ask yourself this question from the very beginning because I want you to already start getting your brain to work. I want your brain to already start thinking about ways or th- ways that you can prevent this from happening or even like a, a plan B, C, D, or E for how it can still happen if, if the unexpected were to happen, right? So how can you plan for the unexpected? So here's an example. For bakers, Valentine's holiday is crazy, insane. They're in the bakery 24-7, right? And one thing that I would do to, to derail myself from my goal of eating healthy or working out is it would come to a halt, during Valentine's because quite frankly, I had zero energy and I had no time. So after a few years of learning and seeing this pattern, I'm like, oh Lord, okay, I need to do something, right? I need to figure something out. So after a few years, I learned what I could do so that I didn't derail myself from possibly being um, bombarded by all these orders. So things I did was during January, I would batch cook and I would, you know, make two of the same meal and freeze one meal. So come February, I had a month full of meals and my family, I mean, my family doesn't care if they eat out, but I care because that's a priority to me. I love to eat out, but I know that it's not healthy for me. So It meant that I had meals waiting for me and my family in the freezer and I didn't need to break my promise to myself of, you know, making home cooked meals and working out and showing up for myself. So 
All right, so number five, the last reason as to why I believe you don't hit your goals is simply because you don't celebrate. As entrepreneurs, we are usually so goal-focused and always living in the future. Celebrating allows you to kind of give yourself something to look forward to. It also helps rejuvenate and like spark the passion and the inspiration and the motivation all over again. So for example, what I want you to do is when you have your goals, I want you to maybe create some milestones. So for example, let's go back to my goal of paying off my my student loans. Maybe I'm going to break it down by 30,000 um, increments. So for every $30,000 that I pay off of my student loans, how can I celebrate? And I know the exact reason or exact way I'm celebrating because I've already planned this out. And that is I'm celebrating with a massage because that is one thing that I am choosing not to spend my money on this year, which is frankly very hard for me because I usually get a massage at least once a month most likely two to three times a month. But that is just one thing I'm giving up. It is a short-term sacrifice that I am making to be able to hit this overarching huge goal of mine. So it's a a year of sacrifice, right? But when I hit $30,000 and I pay off $30,000, that means I can treat myself to a massage treatment. And that is what I am... I am looking forward to, right? And so celebration helps us reinforce the behavior. So decide now, decide today, how are you going to celebrate when you hit your goals? What are you going to do? For me, and another goal too, and this is my kind of like the way I'm going to celebrate the end of the year is I'm going to be able to basically put money back into my home again because that is also another thing that if I'm going to pay off that big of an amount something I'm going to have to give up is I'm going to have to give up those small home projects the things that kind of make me feel good to be in my home and so I'm really looking forward to being able to spruce up my home again and give it some life more life right more love um, once I smash all of my goals in 2022. So that's all I have for you folks today. Um, if you love this episode, share it with a friend, please, and leave a, leave a review. All right, guys, till next time. Thank you for listening to the CEO Baker podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure you take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Tag me at the CEO Baker. It would mean so much if you take a minute to leave a review. While you're at it, don't forget to subscribe and come back every single week for more. For show notes, links, and other awesome resources, head to theceobaker.com slash podcast.